Welcome to the Alton Webb Commercial Real Estate Podcast. The team at Alton Webb has been going beyond the transaction for 25 years with personalized and professional real estate services. To celebrate, we release this special set of episodes to share a few stories, our experiences, and help you with your own next steps in commercial real estate. Here's your host, Lee Webb. Well, I can't hardly believe it, but 25 years. 25 years for anything. Now, I know if you saw me in person, or maybe if you're watching this video, you're thinking, man, 25 years? He must have started that when he was 10. I mean, he looks so young and so uh, so productive and so many years ahead of him, right? Uh, no, I, th- I thank you for that. I-, I appreciate you thinking of me in that way. But the truth is, the hairline has receded and some of it has gotten gray in 25 years. I'm excited to be able to share with you For this episode, 25 years, Alton Webb Commercial Real Estate. What started off as a hope and a dream is still a hope and a dream in so many ways. Folks have asked if you what are your favorite memories or tell us some some stories over the last 25 years. And uh, we're, you know, always honored to talk about the experiences we've had and so much of what we've done. Of course, this is a people business. And so everything is centered around the stories, uh, the experiences, and living here in Kentucky and serving our great state. And so 25 years, what we thought we'd do is just sort of come up with our top 10, and I try to categorize it towards the year. And so I'm hoping that this episode might do a couple of things for you. One, maybe there's some things that uh, you can hear in these funny stories and these learnings and say, well, I, I heard him say that and I'm not going to do that. And maybe maybe there's something here that can be helpful. Uh, selfishly for us, this is a way for us to categorize some of the experiences we had. And so maybe uh, one day my grandkids are listening to this and they can learn a little bit about what we've seen and what we've experienced here as Kentucky has grown and expanded. So for our 25th anniversary episode, our top 10. First, let's start way back in 1999 when we started from scratch in the basement. Our very first job was to help lease an old tobacco warehouse, which has now since been torn down, and had columns every five feet and busted up concrete and a leaky roof. How about that for your first job? That was us in 1999. And I can also remember uh, there was a piece of property in Baghdad, Kentucky that we listed that nobody else really thought anybody could do anything with, which is probably why we got the job. Uh, And I remember we were able to sell that building to a barge company. Again, this is almost 25 years ago. And so we think about the things that you get started in. Who would have ever thought uh, that you'd be starting in Baghdad, Kentucky? selling a building to a barge company, or maybe you would think here in Kentucky that you would be involved with an old tobacco warehouse. But we made so many friends when we first got started, and uh, there was a lot of people that were willing to help us, and we were really appreciative of that. You know, when you first get started doing anything, you tend to remember those people that gave you a shot um, when other people wouldn't. And one of those friends was a guy named Mr. Larry Ethington. Uh, Larry had a piece of property that was near the interstate, and he was in the construction business, and so he asked me, Lee, if 
if you can help me find a couple of tenants, you know, I'll build the building and, you know, we can lease it to them. And I thought, man, that's all I needed. So I put up a sign and I started talking to everybody in town about this new awesome building that Larry was going to build. And we found uh, two or three tenants and he got started on the construction. And I was so excited about that experience early in our career. And it helped me to think more about, well, maybe there are other properties that are in a current situation right now that could be made better. And maybe there are people like Larry that have other businesses or other interests and they don't have time to run out and find tenants. Well, maybe, maybe I could do that. And so we imagined things like that when we were first starting off, especially in secondary areas like Shelby County, where we live, where there really wasn't a whole lot of commercial real estate going on. And one of the next deals we did was a combination with a white castle and a bank and a convenience store. And it was just a vacant lot, not being used at all. And I remember I thought I had arrived because we had brought white castle to our hometown. And so those are some of the exciting things that I think about when we first got in the business in late 99 and lots of Main Street business deals and people that we were working with that were just getting started in their first time in business way back then at the same time we were. And so that's a really fun memory. The, the first one for us to think about in 25 years is those first couple of years. For our second one, I thought, you know, when did we ever actually get out of the basement? And now, you know, there's been a trend to go back to the basement, back to the home office, but uh, there was a sense of credibility. If you had your own office back then, or if you had it, certainly a professional setting, you were looked at as a professional, right? And so in 2001, my father and I partnered to construct a building named Stonecrest Professional Center. It was about a 12,000 square foot office building and we were crazy to build this building up on the hill away from uh, the road, but a lot of people took interest and thought, oh, that's a really nice building. It was all brick, had landscaping, plenty of parking. And I remember we uh, partnered with a local investor that ended up buying a couple of the units. It was a condominium building, uh, which was a unique way to develop a building back then too. Uh, so we sold or leased the units until we ran out of units and we were able to have our own office space in there. And that's really how we got started in development. But I think back that was in 2001 when we finished that. Shortly after we built the building, we experienced a recession where interest rates were over 10%. And I remember sitting in our office thinking, oh my goodness, what have we done? Uh, that was really the second memory that really sticks with me and being in that building. The, the exciting, the first memory was moving in. Uh, the second one was, oh no, what have we done? <laughs> Number three, I'll go back to 2003, 2004 when we got our first opportunity to work with a national client. Uh, there was a group that was in town that needed space, but there was no space available. And we found out later it was the Sherwin-Williams company. And we built a building and leased it back to them. And that helped us to think bigger about our business. I mean, we were doing Main Street deals and working with local companies, and we still love to do that. But there was groups like O'Reilly Auto Parts or Sonic Restaurants that were expanding in some of those secondary areas like Shelbyville that we could work with. Uh, we also began to imagine during that time working in the medical real estate world. Are there things that we could do to help physicians or doctors or therapists to get 
space that they might need. And so this all got us to begin to think really in our fourth and fifth years that we could do more uh, than what we might imagine and starting to work outside of Shelbyville just a little bit with our business. And and maybe our business model was going to be more than just Shelby County. Maybe we're going to be able to be active in commercial real estate across Kentucky. Number four, we get into about the year 2005. And in 2005, we had been doing a little more development work. We had realized in our community, there just wasn't any space. There was a lot of vacant land, but people needed space. They needed buildings. And so we did start partnering with some of those groups. I remember we did a physical therapy practice. And I remember we worked with a group of surgeons to help them find an ample space that they needed. And we worked with some oncologists to get them space and we helped design it from the ground up. And so you go back to those early experiences that we had when we were working with people that were just getting started as we were getting started. It gave us the belief and the momentum that we needed to continue on with that kind of work. In 2005, we actually sold some property to Walgreens and to CVS and to Lowe's. And that was really exciting to see those larger groups come to our small town. And that really gave us a satisfying view of what it meant to be in economic development. Most importantly in 2005 is when Rachel Webb agreed to marry me. And I would say that's probably been the best thing for our business. Now let's move into 2008, 2009, really for our fifth bullet point here. And during that time, we started to realize that we could actually be more involved in the industrial sector. And so we actually got involved with a larger uh, design project that there was a group that needed space, but there was no space yet again. And so we met their needs by partnering with a developer and a contractor to imagine a building that would be just right for their needs. And so that was an exciting project because we started on it. It took us about six months to 12 months to plan it and get it all together. And then another six to 12 months to deliver the product. And that was really fun to be a part of a larger project that was industrially based. And that was kind of a new area for us. And I remember getting into that thinking, well, we got a lot to learn about this segment. This is also the time when you got into 08 and 09, the real estate market took a dive, especially in 08. But for us, it really hit in 2009. And in the secondary areas of Kentucky, it took much longer for those areas and in our areas to recover. So 2009 really bled into 2010. During that time, we actually sold our space that we originally developed, and we moved our offices downtown. And so we were locked arms back again with our heritage and with where we got started on Main Street with small businesses, really trying to hunker down and make it through the recession that really hit 2008 in such a difficult way. Number six, in 2010, 2011, really the market started coming back in a more significant way for us. And as it started to trickle back, we started to find our work again, not as much on the Main Street front, but more with larger groups like CVS Pharmacy that was expanding across Kentucky or the McDonald's group 
the restaurant that we all know that was expanding across Kentucky. And so we went out and helped them find sites in secondary markets. What we found was a lot of those markets were a lot like our hometown in Kentucky. You know, you had to know the people, you had to know the context, and you had to know where the sites could be found that would satisfy not just maybe McDonald's or CVS, but also for the people that own the property. Walking through the regulatory processes, making sure we got through all the approvals and the due diligence. It required really an attitude of having a part-time job, but boy, it was really, really meaningful to be a part of those kind of developments in smaller towns. And we continued to work on our industrial and warehouse deals. And we started to do, interestingly enough, a little more work in Louisville and uh, still worked on some medical deals. And those two or three years, it was really a great time for us to spread our wings a little bit and do more outside of Shelbyville. Number seven, in about 2014, we got involved with a project named Governor Square. And this was really a passion project. I mean, Governor Square was the retail center that used to have Kroger, that we grew up driving the square and being there and hanging out in front of the McDonald's. And Kroger was one of the first jobs that I have. And so I'm so excited to, to be a part of a project that was a major revitalization of about 87,000 square feet starting in 2014. And our idea and vision was to turn Governor Square into a meaningful project, a meaningful piece of real estate again. We had a vision uh, to see it make a difference in the community and to come back alive. And so we were able to be a part of that from beginning to end. It took us about five years, but we turned it uh, from what it was and the condition it was into a fully leased, uh, just a wonderful asset for the community. And so I have to think about 2014 and, and those years in there, we spent a lot of time working on that particular project. In 2016 to 2018 or so, uh, for our eighth point, we started doing more consulting work, which was a little surprising to me. I always maybe felt like I had learned a lot, but when people started calling and it wasn't based around a transaction, it was based more around, hey, uh, should I sell or lease this? Or, hey, we've got this large part portfolio of real estate, and we need some help assessing the highest and best use. Uh, what do we want to do with this property? What are the priorities within our portfolio? Or some banks called us and said, well, we've um, had to take back some properties, and unfortunately, we're not quite sure what to do with those properties, and we need to get them off our books. Would you help us sort of walk through that and attend these meetings? And so that resulted in more of, you know, sort of flat fee or residual fee kind of work, which was nice. And, you know, in the real estate business, it's obviously it's about transactions. So if you're not getting transactions done, you're not getting paid. And so it was kind of nice to, to be more of a consultant. And that really shifted our view, really, even in the way that we think about doing transactional work. We like to think of ourselves as more of an advisor. While we stayed active in our hometown, that gave us more momentum across the state of Kentucky. Well, we all know what happened in 2020 when the pandemic hit, and you want to talk about difficult times for a small business, especially ours. I mean, you couldn't even show property during that time, and so we were sort of stuck and regulated uh, against really the clients that we had, the ones that were the home-based, the ones that really needed uh, advice about real estate, and it was naturally a very difficult time for our business, and and so we had to begin to think about who we wanted to be beyond the pandemic. And 
course, we had a lot of time to do that. That was a challenging time. You know, these 25 years, whether it was a recession or whether it was that pandemic, sometimes you just have to get really small and just hunker down and wait it out. And lastly, for our 10th point, I'd like to talk about after the pandemic in 2022 and 2023. And this has been an exciting time because it's uh, allowed us to have new vision for our company and to build a new team as we think about the next 25 years with Alton Webb Commercial Real Estate. And of course, recently, the industrial sector has been really hot, and we've been able to take advantage of that, especially in Shelby County, where that sector has really blown up way more than what we could have imagined from the beginning. And so we've seen hundreds of thousands of square feet, even millions of square feet added and continually be added in our market in Shelby County. And so we were able to be a part of some of uh, the existing industrial sales that have happened, whether that be land or larger industrial facilities, selling them to investors who are refitting them to lease them out as multi-tenant buildings or selling vacant land where new construction is happening. We also have had the blessing and the favor to be a part of Saddlebred Point, which is led by someone in our office named Jay Ingram, who he and a partner have bought this property. And so we moved our offices from downtown and put our office in at Saddlebred Point. And so this is 70 acres of prime commercial property. And we're excited about that, among other things, with our team as we look ahead in the next 25 years and as we look beyond 2000. 23-2024 to the year 2050. Can't even imagine uh, what we'll be doing then. Views expressed on the Alton Web podcast are our own and do not represent those of our clients, employers, or other engagements. Photos, commentary, and videos herein do not indicate ongoing representation. All information and data are mere opinions, none of which is guaranteed or warranted. If we can help, please find us at altonweb.com.